hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this live stream, also known as Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. Today's episode is about how different temperaments and personality types, how different temperaments and personality types deal with stress and how to deal with it and how to live and build a stress-free environment. Now, stress-free environment is like saying at the end of the movie, you're gonna live happily ever after. So, a stress-free doesn't mean there's no stress, it just means you free yourself from the stress, okay? So, when we're talking about a stress-free environment, we're talking about freeing yourself from stress. I'm not talking about no stress at all. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, podcast that will motivate and inspire you all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being ed talks daily is for you find ed talks daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review or tune in live every monday at 12 p.m by visiting fauradio.com Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're enjoying this great podcast from Ed Talks. This is your boy, Pac, Mr. 9-5 from 9-5 Prints, a neighborhood print shop. If you guys are interested in getting some t-shirts custom-made or with your logo or any type of designs, feel free to hit us up at 9 underscore 5 underscore Prince on Instagram and 9-5 Prince on Facebook. Have a great day and enjoy this podcast. If you're tuning in, you're tuning in to Ed Talks Daily. Bear with me here. So I want you to think about what causes you stress. Think about what causes you the most stress in your life. So if you have a piece of paper, you could use that as well to write it down. But for now, think about what is it that causes the most stress in your life. And the reason why I mentioned that is Once you're able to realize where the stress is coming from, now you could do something about it. But without knowing where it's coming from, it's kind of hard to know what to do. Okay, so let's get started. I will go with Faith at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all working Um, as I check here to make sure that it is. So different personality types have different responses to stress. Okay, let's start with somebody who's like an overachiever, who's always about getting their bread, always about getting things done. And this person is an is a ambitious individual. And though their ambition is a great asset so that they can actually fulfill their mission, sometimes their ambition becomes like a stick that hits them in the head. 
because it, it doesn't allow them to rest in their success. So they're stressed, seeking for success, and they're not resting in their inner success. So they haven't aligned their inner being in order to withstand the outer noises, right? And what happens because of that, they are at a point where they are not necessarily managing themselves, they're just managing the things that's happening in their lives, right? They're not managing their wellness, they're simply managing chaos. Chaos manager. Stephen R. Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a book I highly recommend, talk about the four quadrants. And there are two, there are four quadrants where a column, or let's say, yeah, a column has important and not important, and then a row has urgent and not urgent. Most people are crisis managers, which means what they do is they do important things when they become urgent, but they, they don't do important things that are not urgent. So when you take care of yourself, you take some vacation throughout the day, what you're doing is you're not managing crises, but you're managing yourself, okay? So I, I, I don't know if you heard that one, okay? If that makes sense. When you take into account, when you take into account what you're gonna do for you, you're not managing crises, you're managing yourself. And reason why we should do that is a lot of times we're simply doing urgent things, like things just pull at us, look, I gotta do it, I gotta do it. This overachiever personality or go-getter mentality can be super useful, right? It can be very beneficial, but at the same time, it can be too much. You can find yourself always trying to get things done. When your body is telling you to rest, you're like, no rest. When your body's saying, chillax, take a nap, you're like, I have to work, no sleep. Success does not come to those who sleep. And you're like, I got to grind. Is there something wrong with that? Absolutely not. Before I became the holistic motivator, I used to go by the name of CEO ambitionist because I believe that I had to be the chief and I am the chief executive officer of my life and ambition would get me there. And then I realized that it's not about ambition that will get you there, but it's about having everything working together to get you there. So I was like, okay, I need to become the holistic motivator if I'm really gonna help people. Not just empower them to grind, grind, grind. I have to figure out a way to become whole so I could achieve my goals. I realized success is in becoming whole, so to achieve your goals, become whole. I was like, boom, holistic, there we go. That's the lifestyle I need to live. And when I realized that, I decided to start doing the important things that are not urgent, but that will maintain and manage my well-being. That's when my mindset shifted from that stressed out 
entrepreneur to a Zen teacher or to a more, yeah, stress that entrepreneur to a Zen teacher. Let's say it just like that. Because I was a personal trainer and I am still a fitness coach. I used to call myself a personal trainer. And I would help people work out. At the same time, I have to manage the business. And in managing the business, you like business, art, business, art. And I realized that I spent a lot of time working on the business and in the business, but did I work enough on myself? And I realized I didn't work as much on myself as I did on my business. So a lot of people don't work that much on themselves like they do on their business. They work more on their job than they do on themselves. And then they get less from their jobs and expect less of themselves because they didn't work as hard on themselves. So how can you expect more from someone you didn't work hard on? So we have to begin to start to work on us. It's not just a cliche thing. So that's setting out time for you. So we talked about the highly competitive temperament type who's the hard driving, and like everything is important and I'm really inflexible. I'm sticking to the schedule, you know? And they usually get so stressed that they become so hostile and angry because they gotta do so much things and we gotta ham it, ham it down. And they like, I cannot relax without feeling guilty. Those persons feel guilty for not working as hard when they need to rest. Is that you? Okay, so this is for self-reflection. It's not to say don't be like this. This is for you to see how you are, how you are, because we all have little sections of this. And I found myself in that highly competitive, hard driving, inflexible type. And then over time, I started to become molded, but I had to change my mentality. Look, to become, to achieve my goals, I must become whole, all right? And then the next type is the perfectionist. The person who's really obsessed with producing order and perfection. And if there's no order of perfection, they're gonna become really distressed. This is often, the perfectionist is usually the pleaser, love style person who adopted this personality trait from childhood where they had to be perfect to be loved by their parents, right? So unless I get straight A's, I'm gonna get punished, everything is gonna be bad. That mentality sticks with you or stick with that person and now you carried it on on your workplace or you carried it on in your life and now you're a perfectionist. We need perfectionists to make things their best, which means every, every trait has its use. It doesn't mean it's a bad trait, it just means look at the obsessiveness or the excessiveness of the trait. Is it too much? Because you could have a good or a you could have a trait and it's not good or bad, but anything that's in excess becomes, it flips over. So a perfectionist who's obsessed by producing order and perfection, and they become distressed, distressed when they're in a situation that they can't control. Where there's chaos and they gotta compromise, right? This is uncertainty. We're all in this uncertain times and there's a chaos and sometimes it feels like there is definitely no compromise no compromise because is the government really compromising is your city really compromising 
who's really compromising with you? So when we're in that state, if I'm a perfectionist, everything is anxiety provoking for me because everything right now is out of order and your mind becomes out of order. And when things are out of order, there's chaos. When there's chaos, things get closed down. And so you say the bathroom is out of order. What happened? Somebody did something, clogged it up, chaos, now it's out of order. So when you get clogged up, you get fogged up, you get out of order, and you get closed down. So a perfectionist stuck in that situation where you feel like you have no control because you didn't recognize your control, internal power to control, now you're overly stressed. So order and perfection is a smile, chaos and compromise is a frown. And how do you act your way out of that? So you have to act in to act shun. You have to act in to act shun by acting on. Act in to action by acting on it. So actions to take is identify different aspects of your life, right? Identify different aspects of your life and your behavior and see how you can modify it in a way that you can find balance. Well, everything doesn't have to be 100% in order, but I'm gonna hold a order standard for my mind. But I'm gonna apply that compassion for both areas. So my mind, I want that to stay in order. Everything outside of me doesn't have to be in order, but what do I have to do to ensure that my thoughts are in order, my emotions are in order, my body is in equil equilibrium? What do I need to do to ensure that I'm in order? So they say, get your house in order before you tell somebody else how to get theirs in order. So what that means is get your body, your house in order before you can tell things in your life to get in order. So we try to order our lives and people, but we haven't ordered our insides. We think order is telling somebody what to do. In reality, order is putting the pieces together or providing the resources or aligning things so that things can get done. Aligning how to. So when you give an order, you should not tell them what to do, but mainly supply them with the how-to. So that's how you do your mind. Remember I said identify? First you identify, and then now you're gonna dictate the actions. So you act in, identify, then you act shun, so you identify it, and then you're like, oh, let me act on. Right? So what do I need to do now to order myself? What do I need to do to get balanced? Maybe I need to look at my schedule to see where am I spending my time? What's causing me stress? Where can I input 15 minute breathing? Where can I input in my schedule some time to go for a walk? And how can I have a not to do list or a nothing list, nothingness list. If you're a perfectionist, you want everything to be perfect, so you're gonna be overworking. Perfectionists will most likely end up being 
burnt out. So a lot of times you don't need to increase what you need to do anymore. No more to-do lists. You need a not to-do list, okay? All right, next one is over-identification. So these are the three temperaments or ways of being that are the most stressful, that cause you more stress. In addition to everything you, got, you already got to deal with. Over-identification is when status means everything to you. Maybe that started from the playground in middle school or elementary school where certificates ruled your life and awards dictated your self-worth. Where kudos and the stickers meant more to you than you meant to yourself based on your self-worth. So outside things seem to mean more. So you wanna identify with groups. In the streets, we identify with groups in the streets and we call it gangs. In college, we identify with organizations or frats and sororities and we call it brotherhood. And at the workplace, we identify with certain social circles, maybe the executive ones, maybe the lower level mid-managers. So we identify with different group tiers over time at different stages of our lives, right? And identifying with those group tiers, we find our identity in the group more than we develop our identity within ourselves. So unless we're within the group, our self-worth completely evaporated. Over-identification with groups. This is a personality type that also leads to a lot of stress. Because now, not only do you have to deal with the demands you had for you, now you have to deal with the demands of the entire group. Like, it's as if all of, the, all of the straws are on your back as well because you're not carrying burden for yourself, but you're carrying the burden of the group. And over-identification can just be social circles. I'm hanging out with these people and I need to change my life, right? I need to stop eating meat, I need to exercise, I need to stop smoking, lose weight. Something I need to stop doing, right? I love these people to death here. I identify with them. They're with me, they're my friends, they're my org, they're my brother and I want to belong, I want to feel part of this social circle, and I don't want to be indifferent to them. So I'm going to shun my light, I'm not going to do the things I know that's right, because I want to belong here. And what that does to us is it, it stunts our growth because we've capped our potential based on the expectations of other people. So when you live based on the expectations of other people, we stunt or we hinder or we stop or we diminish what we can actually accomplish or who we can actually evolve to or the state of mind we can have. It's not what you get, it's who you become. It's a quote I heard from Jim Rohn first it's not what you get, but it's who you become, which means the purpose of life is not to get things, but to become someone whole. So to achieve your goals, become whole.
So you have to work in so you could act on the things that you want. The three personality types that are the most stressful is a perfectionist, a overachiever, or a pleaser, all right? So, or someone who finds over-identification in certain groups. That causes you a lot more stress. And that leads to burnouts, that leads to anxiety disorders, that leads to panic attacks, that leads to depression, that leads to all other types things, all rooting from stress, too much stress. Okay, so the thing about temperaments is that when we get stuck to a way of being, the way of being sticks. <laughs> when we get stuck to a way of being, the way of being sticks and get stuck. When we get stuck in a way of being, the way of being sticks around and it gets stuck literally in your body, all right? So what that means is your temperament, your moods accumulate as stagnation, okay? That stagnation leads to inflammation. This inflammation soon leads to disease. And then that dis-ease can be mental dis-ease, as in I'm out of ease in my mind. I'm not, my mind is in, it ain't at ease. So, or it can lead to physical disease. My body aches, my body feels wrong. My body is hot, a fever. I feel like my life is under fire. What, all of these are accumulate over time. So if you accumulate a bunch of stress for situations, accumulate a bunch of stressful conversations and stressful energy, that's the worst. When you take on everybody else's energy, all that stress accumulates in your body. So you're like, I don't carry people's bags. You might not carry people's bags at the airports, but you carrying people's baggage and your mental port. Okay? Because every time you spend some time to listen to somebody, you are taking in their emotional food. And if that food is chaotic, your mind is going to be in chaos. So there's a process called guard your peace, protect your peace, protect your mind, protect your ability to create your wellness, right? It's important that we do that. If we don't protect it, if there's no protection, then we leave ourselves vulnerable. And what that means is we have to set an inner standard for peace, an inner standard for inner alignment, an inner standard for self-cultivation. When we do that, we do the things that put our minds at ease. Like, I, I was like, I'm not gonna do the podcast until I get my juice, because I built this habit of drinking the juice to clean out my body, and the clarity it brings is so amazing that I'm like, my standard is I need to keep drinking this juice without dirtying myself like I just did. What a shame. But anyways, I got too excited there. 
But anyways, the point I'm making is the way you're being, the way you're stuck to being is sticking on you and is getting stuck in your being, in your body. So let's change the way we are being. Let's do things to alleviate our stress. Simple. Breathing. We're going for a walk. Exercise. Eating a nutritious meal. Don't eat, eat veggies and fruits, making a smoothie. Having some tea. Going outside. And then you're like, okay, I can do all of those things, but my mind is, listen, I, every day I bring a different podcast on how to navigate. Today is simply do something like a hobby, painting, walking, singing, dancing, flirting, socializing, whatever you want to do that's going to cause you to be at peace, not pseudo peace right not distraction do that to alleviate your stress be conscious of the temperament that is heating you up and then from that you now can see what to do to take care of yourself all right so that's my message and i'm sticking to it i want to thank you all for watching this episode of ed talks daily i have this every day monday through friday live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Today, things got hot, hot, and stuff got cut off, but I invite you to listen to the replay, the audio, by visiting anchor.fm forward slash edtalksdaily, and there you'll be able to listen to all the archive shows. All right, appreciate y'all for watching. One love. Remember, stay stress-free. You're not gonna have no stress, but free yourself from the stress. Head out. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.